0: You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. This is your daily financial news. A couple of quick announcements, but before we get into it, the highlight of the morning, something I have been looking forward to for at least six months, and I believe I actually called it last Thursday. Yes, folks, our new unemployment claims finally, finally broke below 700000 And if you don't know why this is important, we have been above that number, sometimes significantly above that number, for 54 weeks. And this is one of those early signs, as I've been talking about, moving from this dark or gray and dreary period to the light, going from winter to spring. Just another sign that my call is right, uh, that we are going that direction, and our investment thesis Probably needs to change because what works in the dark doesn't work in the light. And some investors who are very tech heavy, uh, maybe using margin or whatnot, are kind of seeing that uh, the last couple of weeks. Before we get into really what's going on today, a couple of real quick announcements just so you know. First and foremost, if you work at a real estate firm or maybe an appraisal or someone in the business, property manager, and you would like to buy a whole stack of one rental at a time books. You can go ahead and reach out to me. Uh, Send me an email. My email is in the book. You can tag me on Instagram or DM me or whatever you would like. Uh, Somebody reached out yesterday saying they want to buy 30 books. Uh, I can get a bulk discount on Amazon. So if you want to to buy a whole stack, let me know. And I'm sure we could work something out. Next up, uh, I want to call out a conversation I had yesterday, one of our live streams, because again, Anna Kelly was enjoying spring break with her kiddos. Uh, So I did a conversation yesterday afternoon, early evening, about money and three conversations that you should have either with your kids, significant other, or your entire family unit. I thought that was a good discussion. Uh, I would ask you to take a look at that uh, because, again, it's really about understanding how you can convert your income to time and you can stop looking at price tags, which is something that I think we need to internalize as adults, but we also need to do a better job of helping our kids understand it's not a $99 thing or a $499, $499 thing. Mom and dad, someone has to work for that. Uh, so again, it's trading time for things. And then finally, uh, if you're in my course, I got uploaded the IRA, uh, in, you, leveraging your IRA for private money as a source that was loaded. It's both in the $199 course and the 499 course that includes mentoring. So it is up, it was up yesterday, I think, in the morning. So it is there now. So again, weekly jobless claims came in at 684. 684, again, yes, broke below 700,000. I believe this is a trend that should continue. Right, Uh, I think we've got 124 million people that have their stimulus. Uh, Something I saw yesterday, uh, I don't know if you have done this, but I went to an actual indoor mall yesterday uh, near us. It used to be called Eastridge. It's now called uh, Valley Fair, I think. And I was amazed at a couple of things. First and foremost, I was it, it was, well I don't know, what was it? It was like 2 pm or something kind of midday, so maybe maybe to be expected. But most of the shops were they were open, but there was no one around. I, you know it was crazy. Uh, the one shop, and this, this this is frustrating, the one shop that had literally a line out the door literally out the door, uh, and we went by two or three times, and the line only got longer, was Louis Vuitton, LV. Apparently, many folks, and again, I could be wrong, but I'm guessing a lot of people are taking their stimulus check, and they're going to go buy a handbag, a belt, a wallet, shoes. I really don't know what Louis Vuitton sells. Uh, I've never been in that store at that mall. Actually, I don't know that I've ever been in an LV store, but it was really telling. I thought. That there was a line at the LV store, um, it was. Uh, I was like, "Why are people doing this? They should save their money, re, you know, emergency reserve. What is going on?" So that was that was interesting. But the reason I bring that up is again, the stimulus is out there. We have unemployment going down. We have vaccines wrapping up. We have travel things that we've talked about. A million flyers the last eleven days in a row, checked by TSA. We are transitioning from dark to light. I believe these unemployment, new unemployment claims will continue to fall. It will be good for all of us. We will get that fourth lane of the highway, which is the service sector, restaurants, entertainment, all of those things ramping up. Shoot, Disneyland in California is opening up. They're talking about having fans at the Warrior Games now, right? We are slowly inching back to normal. And with that, we will see a rotation out of the high flying. You know, 100 times revenue tech stocks into grand opening trades. It's called the Great Rotation. All of those things, it is uh, something that is bankable. But if you stay on margin, you know, 40%, 25%, it can get interesting. Uh, I see a question here about the course. It's a link below in all my videos. I don't really talk about it much. It's there, Uh, but you'll see it in, in most of the videos. Uh, or go to onerentalatatime.com. It is right there on that page. Uh, a couple other things about the unemployment. Not only was unemployment claims below 700,000, a psychological number, uh, but continuing claims, which lag a week, so I expect a big drop next week, uh, they were down 264,000 to 3.87 million folks. So again, good news there. In addition to that, GDP, uh, the final reading for Q4 was revised up. So again, Q4 was stronger than reported. It was 4.3 versus 4.1, an economy size of the U.S. That's significant. Again, and I think Q1 will be stronger than Q4. This transition from dark to light will be quick. It will be disruptive, and uh, it's going to leave some people who are not acknowledging or recognizing the changing investing thesis in trouble. Uh, as expected, again, what we talked about the Fed, I think I listed on Sunday something like 13 or 14 Fed talks with Jerome Powell being a couple of them. Well, he is out now finally hinting at hinting. That's kind of what Fed speaks do. They, they hint at the hint, then they hint, and then they do it, right? They want to telegraph their movements. They do not want to surprise their movement, uh, the market, especially as they remove things from the market, right? They don't want to shock anyone. So I I think Powell is hinting at hinting at reducing mortgage-backed security purchases, really removing some of the participation uh, that the Fed is doing. That will be interesting. It's not soon. It's not this quarter. Next quarter again. Hinting at hinting probably means second half of the year. Uh, but that will be I think that will be market moving. It's another reason to lock in rates now. When the Fed the Fed is forced rates lower on purpose with intent get that money yes rates are up but again the fed pushed rates down by a point and a half to two points they naturally would be in the fours or fives if you can get a 30-year loan in the with a three on it great did you get it with a two no so what so what keep moving forward Something else I thought was very interesting is the SPACs, special purpose acquisition companies, blank check companies, are finally, finally getting looked at by the SEC. Some of these SPACs are going to blow up spectacularly. We are once again going to see average mom and pop investors get smoked by greedy son-of-a-bitch Wall Streeters. I mean, it's... it's. These, some of these SPACs are trading on names and personalities alone. It is a great shame that it is happening. At least the SEC is looking into it early, in my opinion, because what they usually do is they wait for 50 SPACs to go boom, and then they investigate. At least now they're going in early. Uh, it will be interesting to see if they actually do anything, slow it down. Uh, the SPAC craze, special purpose acquisition companies or blank check companies, are in my opinion highly risky these days. The first couple that came out were kind of—that's what they should have done. But now people are copying them. Everybody's doing one. Everybody's doing five, six, seven, eight of them. They're trading on names. That is not uh, okay in my opinion. A Couple of earnings announcements again. Earnings week. We've talked about these coming on over the weekend. Rite Aid. What happened at Rite Aid? Man, that company got smoked. Turns out when everybody's at home, the flu season, not all that bad. That's what happened. Uh, Rite Aid had a 37% drop in flu, I don't know, medicine or treatments, you know, cough drops, cough syrups, you know, I don't know, all that stuff. That's a lot. The flu season last year didn't really happen because nobody was going around. It was kind of crazy. So, to think that uh, Rite Aid does that much business in flu medicine is something to write down in your notebook for next year or the year after when a really bad flu season kicks off. You might want to buy some Rite Aid ahead of that because apparently they have a lot of business in flu medicine. Uh, Next up, Darden Restaurants. Again, why am I talking about restaurants? Because they are going to be companies that have easy compares for six or eight quarters. There are companies like Clorox that no matter what happens, they can't replicate what happened last year. And then there will be companies like Darden restaurants where they could close their eyes and beat last year. Uh, So again, Darden restaurants beat top and bottom. And of course it was because they had easy compares and that should continue. RH, which is restoration hardware, think expensive, nice pieces of furniture and things going on. Again, Where does RH play in the K-shaped recovery? Top part of the K. Top part of the K is doing okay. I would, shit, not doing okay, doing great. So again, uh, RH beat top and bottom by a significant amount and talked about the trend continuing. And then the big one that I was looking at this week was KB Homes. Why? Well, KB Homes, my opinion, I don't know if they would say this, they build entry-level homes. And what do we want? What are we missing? Affordability, right? Affordable homes. And I believe KB Home, you know, it's not Lenar. It's not really Pulte. It's not, uh, you know, any of these other ones. Uh, But they actually missed top line. I was actually expecting them to hit top and miss bottom. They flipped it. They missed top and they hit bottom. Hitting bottom is actually easier for companies because there are accounting things that they can do to shave pennies one way or another. But the top line that was interesting and they did that with 23 percent rise in net signings or net orders i do not believe those orders count as revenue i believe they only take revenue at delivery uh, but again they had four percent rise in delivery also so i'm gonna have to look at that one i actually may go get the transcript of their earnings call to see what's what because KB Homes surprised me. I would have thought they did much, much better. Maybe it's the lumber cost, maybe. But again, lumber costs would have affected the bottom line. I don't know. Something's, I don't know. For my opinion, something's wonky in that report. And we got to go figure that out because I would have thought KB Homes did really well. Again, a sign that the we're exiting dark into light. United Airlines is making some strategic bets and adding flights to cleveland cincinnati columbus st louis pittsburgh milwaukee indianapolis because they are going to fly people to warm weather spots and allow us to enjoy disneyland or disney world or myrtle beach or wherever so again we have more companies going you know what i think people are going to want to start flying they're going to want to start booking their summer travel now Uh, which again i full disclosure we have booked a trip for july so i am getting out of dodge finally and then lastly a couple more things. Where did the retail investor go? Uh, there was a report I read yesterday where trading was down 20 to 25% depending on the day the last 3 or 4 trading days. Again, that's volume, right? So volume was down. In my answer you I don't know, you may or may not get it, but I think a lot of the retail investors were watching March madness. If you don't know what March Madness is, it's basically the top 68 collegiate basketball teams. I think it's 68 for men and women. So what is that? What is that? 168, 112, 16, 136 teams playing. I think it started last Wednesday or Thursday. So again, maybe all these uh, you know sports betters that really transitioned to the stock market because sports was not there, maybe they moved their attention to basketball, NCAA tournament the NIT, because again, trading volume was down even in GameStop, right? GameStop had a horrible day the other day, th- down 30%, but their trading volume was also down. So the stock fell by a third roughly in the trading volume. So there was no support, right? No bid ask. I don't know. Pretty interesting. I think, uh, I think the uh, more evidence that a lot of the last year was uh, people getting their uh, gambling fix with stocks. I don't know. We'll see. And then lastly, of course, Fidelity. Fidelity came out and said, you know what, we, uh, we're going to try to get a Bitcoin ETF in the U.S. Uh, there's a couple of ETFs in Canada. Uh, it's only time there will be one in the U.S. Why? Because again, these firms want to make money uh, on anything they can. And uh, if they can make money on Bitcoin, they will, of course, do that. So that's what I got for you today. Of course, we do this call at 7 a.m. only on Thursdays because it's 7.30. We only do this at 7 on Thursdays because at 7.30, we speak with uh, Jonathan Twomley, one of our multimillionaire experts. So let me get to that. You have a wonderful day. Take care. Uh, Today's a great day to make some money. Let's be better than yesterday. Bye-bye.